that wasn't much, but I tried. That's what she said. What it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. Sean Dizzle. Mikey Hizzle. Happy recording day. I feel like it's been a minute, man. Yeah, but it hasn't. It just feels that way. I don't know. Yeah? Maybe. A little bit. Yeah. How how was your weekend, man? It was quite uneventful. Uh, well, no, I take that back. Actually, it was quite eventful. <laughs> uh, don't lie to me. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> no. Uh, I guess a couple things happened. Uh, we had an ugly sweater murder mystery Christmas party. That was fun. Try to put all that together. Were either you or your wife the murderer? Neither of us were the murderer. Damn. But um, yeah, but it was still fun. Yeah. It was a lot of food. It was a lot of drink. It was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of people. And, uh, yeah, we were the straightest couple in the house. What was it? A gay mystery party? No, it was just a murder mystery party. Oh, straight as in like no crime. No, our friends are gay, but (laughs) so lost right now. Was it a gay party? I don't, I mean, no, no it was a gay party. I don't care, but. But our friend, no, it wasn't a gay party, but our friends are gay. And, uh, it's just, you just yeah. said you're the it was a lot of <laughs> couple. So I'm trying to figure yeah, out what we're the, mean. yeah. That's exactly what I mean. We were the straightest couple there. Cool. <laughs> no, there was one other straight couple there. The rest of them were all, well, they were slightly gay uh, though. Fabulous. Hey, they were all coupled up and booed up. They were all booed up. It was quite refreshing, actually, being in the company of so many couples that were just genuinely happy to be together and to be there. And our our host, our friends, Todd and Anthony, that hosted, it was so cool to see um, other people love them the way that we love them. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, man. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, it was like, yeah, we, we're crazy about this guy, you know, these two guys, and, and we love them uh, like crazy. We love hanging out with them. <laughs> nice. We love hanging out with them, and it was very, very cool to see uh, other people just celebrate them the way that we do and, uh, and have as much fun with them the way that we do. So, show. So. Yeah. You know what always got me, and still does, mm-hmm. about the whole couple mm-hmm. thing? <clears throat> yeah. And, like, enjoying your spouse, whether you're gay or straight or bi or trans or whatever the hell you want to call yourself. Like, 
those married couples, and it's always like a man and a woman, and it's always the man saying it. And you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. But I can't stand when, like, the guy's like, oh, the old ball and chain. And they act like being married is, like, the worst fucking thing that has ever happened. And by happened, I mean they willingly chose to participate in. Of course. Sure. And they're just like, oh, yeah, honey bones bent over. Like, I don't know, man. Maybe it's because I'm, like, not even a year into my marriage, but, like... I mean, I can't even say that, though, because, like, I've seen my grandparents be married for, I mean, pushing 60 years, I think. And, you know, he's never once been like, oh, the old ball and chain, it wears off, son, and you'll have to turn (laughs) to, you know, it's like, no, like, anyway, I I just can't, I can't stand that. So I'm glad you spent some time with some people who weren't that way. Yeah, yeah, it's just every, you know, every couple that was there, uh, gay and straight, were all pretty much happy to be there and to be together, so, um, and you could tell, and you can tell the happiness level, and, you know, not just because of the booze, but because everybody genuinely was having a good time, um, so it's kind of actually refreshing to be in a crowd of, uh, because I, I'm I'm not one for the whole married couple crowd. I don't like it generally. Um, but it was a crowd with people. Everyone's coupled up, and no one was uh, complaining about their spouse or significant other. And no one was uh, no one was even there was no even marriage talk or anything like that. We just genuinely got together and had a good time. So it felt good. That's cool, yeah, man. On. What else happened? I think, um, huh? I think that was pretty much it, dude. I'm having a brain fart. I can't think of anything else. Oh, oh, oh! I've got good news. What's the good news? I went to Baffin Brewery. Ooh! And I finally got my mug. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Finally got my mug. So, uh, some of you, you've heard us talk about this before. Maybe you have. I don't know. Have we ever talked about it on the podcast? I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Anyway, uh, Baffin Brewery uh, in uh, St. Clair Shores, Michigan. They have these punch cards. You get six cards. You get 25 beers on each card. 150 beers. Uh, when you're all done with all six, they give you a mug which is a few ounces more than a pint and you get to personalize the mug and it's really, really cool. And, uh, so yeah, it was my buddy's birthday. We went out to the bar and, uh, drank quite a bit and I got everybody's punches and it was uh, the last 20, 22 punches that I needed for, uh, nice. for the mug. So they gave it to me. Yeah, that's dope. I was stoked stoked about it you'll have to so you'll have know. to post it up on instagram that's what i was just thinking i gotta put it on instagram hashtag unchurched pod bitches <laughs> so yeah that was fun but the picture that i drew on the bottom of it was quite whack so i'm gonna try to redo it 
and uh, make it something that I want. Well, after 22 beers, I'm surprised you drew anything. Well, I did. I didn't drink the 22 two beers myself. I only drank five out of the 22. But I mean, I understand know. that. I'm just saying you were participating in the 22 drinking. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun though. So, boom. That's it. Word. You had a fun weekend. I did. Yeah, me and the wife went to uh, Springfield, Illinois, which, if you don't know, is where Lincoln grew up, and they take that shit seriously. <laughs> I mean, oh. like, <laughs> it was uh, also the home of Bart Simpson, right? I don't even know. I don't. I'm sure. Maybe. I don't know. When you go there, it's just fucking Lincoln. Lincoln here, Lincoln there, statue there. Here's where his house was. They, like, blocked it off. You can't drive in there. Like, there's this whole thing, you know? Wow. And, uh, I mean, it's cool. I'm not hating. So, you know, don't take it as hate. But the craziest part of it, well, no, not the craziest. One of the craziest I'll get to the craziest here in a second. <laughs> One of the craziest was, so we, um, we're going downtown with, uh, noise with, uh, freaking Brooke's sister and brother-in-law and their child. Um, and we're just hanging out. There's some shops open, so it's okay. Like, hey, let's get out. I mean, it's cold, you know? So we didn't want to walk around a whole lot, but whatever. So we're parking, and there's this guy walking down the freaking sidewalk dressed as Abe Lincoln. Like, nice. Full on Abe Lincoln, except fatter from what I've seen in pictures. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? Like, for a minute, I was kind of like perplexed, like, okay, so that's got to be his job, right? And then, like, or maybe he like charges for you to take photos with him and then the proceeds go to something or like there's got to be something here, you know, can't be just some guy walking down the road on a freaking Saturday afternoon dressed as a dead president. Like that's not a thing, right? Well, we didn't get to talk to him, although we did creep on him and Brooke was like snapping the shit out of him like a little creeper because that's what she does. She creeps, you know what I'm saying? And I love it. Um, <laughs> so we go into this like card store and they sell cards and socks and they're all like funny and or uh, adult in nature. Um, that was a fun store. Anyway, I got to go to the bathroom. So I, I come out of the bathroom like when it's all said and done. And I hear, oh, there he is. This is his first time to Springfield. You got to go meet him. And this guy who's dressed like Abe Lincoln, who we had seen like seven minutes, ten minutes before, is like, you mean the one with the weird haircut? And I immediately was like, bitch, you dress up as a dead fucking president and you don't even get paid. You you call me weird? Anyway, we got a picture because I was pretty much pressured into it. And um, that was that. But yeah. Kind of crazy, also kind of fun. They take the whole Abe Lincoln thing to a new level in Springfield. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, I hear you. But I hear you. the the most fun, crazy part of the whole weekend was uh, we have a biggest fan, and just so happens to be Brooke's cousin, and she just so <laughs> happens to live in Springfield, Illinois. <laughs> and bro, she fucking loves us and it is awesome um so she was definitely fangirling and totally thinks we're like celebrity status despite me explaining repetitively like we are nowhere even remotely close to that nowhere close (laughs) so we're remotely close but it was fun you know, I signed a few titties. I got a star. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's stupid. Uh, no, I'm kidding. But Laurel, you you made the weekend fun for show. Shout out to Laurel. That is awesome, man. Biggest fan, bro. The biggest fan. President of the fan club. She's the prez. That's the thing now. That was awesome. It's a thing now. Oh, yeah. speaking of things now, we actually have stickers too. Yeah, you know, for some reason I thought that you were going to send me some of those stickers. No? I mean, I am, but I'm, you know, I didn't overnight them, <laughs> so you'll get them like in a few days probably. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if you want to see those stickers, uh, go check out our Instagram at unchurchedpod. Right? Yeah, yeah, for she is. So those are on there. Uh, but yeah, awesome. Actually, you know what? You took a picture of uh, the three of us with Laurel. Uh, you and I with Laurel, but I wasn't there. I was on FaceTime. Yep, yep. And uh, I don't think I have the picture. Yeah. I, I mean, I can get it, but... That's okay. <clears throat> She knows what she looks like. I do know she posted it on her Instagram and tagged us. So, oh, perfect! There you go. So uh, you'll see that on Instagram too. If if anyone wants to see our biggest fan slash the president (laughs) of the fan club, you can check out our Insta and show some love. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah, man, it it was fun. Um, I also had just quick. Side note, because I've never heard of this in my life, and I kind of wanted to discover if you have or if you haven't. Um, but for the first time, uh, I had a horseshoe at a restaurant. You know what I'm talking about? You ever heard about a this? A horseshoe. A horseshoe at a restaurant. Yeah, so it's a meal. It's like an open-faced burger is how they sell it. Okay. So there's sounds good so far. I mean, yeah, it was massive and so good. I just it's never I know it's a local thing there, and like I'd never heard of it before. But basically, it's uh it's an open face sandwich that they smother with fries and then dump a shit ton of this like special cheese sauce on top of. Okay. Whew, and it's just like food coma. Well, you're losing me because I'm not getting the horseshoe unless the horseshoe is uh, drawn with the cheese. Nope. Is the the cheese? Doesn't look like a horseshoe at all. They just smother it with cheese. Yeah. 
and fries. But they call it a but they call it a horseshoe. Mm-hmm. That sounds um okay. All right, maybe it's just a Springfield thing. I mean, I think it is. And I, I think they oh, told me okay. why. I'm pretty sure they told me why. I just don't remember why. <laughs> they call well, it maybe, a horseshoe. Maybe it, was, maybe it was the dinner of cowboys or something. I mean, it's not really cowboy area. Well, maybe it was in the 1700s. So ill is like <laughs> this. Um, you know, we're kind of stuck in this. The in-between. We're not so much northern. We're not so much southern. We're just awkward. Yeah, stuck in the middle. Stuck in the middle with you. I went there too. Love that song. Speaking of uh, songs, that's yeah. a hell of a transition. Yeah. Oh, what the yeah, hell is up right. with this fucking bullshit about baby it's cold outside? Baby it's cold outside. Yeah, it uh it basically takes the uh the rape culture to a new high. Dude. You know, this whole uh uh you know Me Too Me Too movement. movement. Yep. Yeah, it just takes it to the next level. Uh, why don't you explain it? Because I mean you found it, I didn't find it. And I had only heard about it on the radio here and there about the song just being seen as now part of the whole or that song accentuating the the rape culture yeah um but i mean i think it's but, you know the whole thing about it is it's part of the me too movement and the you know the uh Oh, fuck. Words escape me. But basically, you know, women's rights and that whole thing. And it's... Uh, so a radio station... I You know what? I'm going to Google this really quickly so I don't sound like yeah. a complete ass. But while I'm Googling yeah, sure. it, a sure. radio station basically was getting trolled by their listeners and... Um, so they ended up removing the song from their Christmas playlist because, um, you know, people are saying that it's, um, it's basically a a part of this whole cultural thing where, you know, Hey, the man's trying to like, um, get his way and like, play his agenda over the woman's and it's like well i mean you ever heard of fucking flirting like (laughs) you know which i mean if you if you read the lyrics straight as lyrics sure you know if if there's no context of like when did this come out you know but i feel like that could be said for a lot of things um and the other side of it for me is it's art you know like an artist wrote this song and in the era and in the time things were slightly different and it was a way of a little flirtatious banter, you know, plus we don't, well, there's a lot of stuff we don't know. Like is the guy and the girl, are they married? Uh, have they been dating for like years on end? Did they just meet at a somewhere? And he was like, Hey, come to my house, baby. 
and then she's trying to leave and he's like well why don't you just stay because it's cold and she's like well it is kind of cold you know like i i don't know just seems like a bunch of bullshit apparently it's been called the uh date rape song Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have and, uh, an article pulled up yeah i do I don't like this one though, but so the the daughter I have a of Fox the, News one. I don't know who you got. I've got an NBC News one. I mean, we can a quote. Just paraphrase it, you know. Oh yeah, I'm just going to read one quote. The quotes from the uh, um, the daughter of the of the songwriter Frank Lauser. Lauser. How do you say his last name? Loser. I think it's Lauser. Lauser. Susan Lauser. She said, Bill Cosby ruined it for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Enough said. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. God, that's such a shitty thing. Yeah. She blames Cosby for it. And, um... I don't even understand how that makes sense, though. How can you blame Cosby for this song? I... I just don't know. Yeah, she's, well, she said way before the Me Too movement, I'm paraphrasing, way before the Me Too movement, um, this this was starting to be called the date rape uh, song because of stuff that was floating around about Bill Cosby before he even got sentenced. You know? Uh, It's just crazy to me because the song was written in 1944. Yeah. Like, we were in a war. Things were completely different. Cell phones weren't a thing. Cameras weren't, like, what they are. I don't know. It's just, you know, what does that have to do with anything? I mean, I think it has a lot to do with everything. Yeah. Well, so she, uh, you know, the, the phrase, say, what's in this drink? You know, or, quote, I ought to say, no, no, no. Yeah. At least I'm going to say that I tried. You know, she says here, I'm quoting from the article. She says, absolutely, I get it. This is what she said to NBC, lost her. She said, but I think it would be good if people looked at the song in the context of the time. People used to say, what's in this drink as a joke? You know, the drink is going straight to my head. So what's in this drink? Back then, it didn't mean you drugged me. You know, and, and, and it's true. When you when you look at it in that context, I mean, this is the daughter of the songwriter here, so she's saying, "Look, it didn't mean you drugged me. It meant, hey, this drink is going straight to my head." Mm-hmm. I, you know, I mean, we would say the same thing today, but in different ways. Like, like, damn, this drink is strong, or maybe, damn, you should have put a little bit more ice in there because you know, water it down. This is really strong drink. You know, whatever. Uh. You know, to her point, it, it never meant, you know, I've, I've been drugged or you're trying to drug me. Sure. I, you know, and, and honestly, I just, at this point, I feel like, you know, it's, it's almost, I, I do understand that, you know, people get drugged, right? Um, uh, Dateline, <laughs> Dateline, I don't know if you ever saw this, but Dateline did a, a video, you know, that, that big Mexican guy who uh, did this this whole thing about what would you do? Hell yeah. 
Dateline. Uh, he had one on the different responses of people in a bar when it comes down to a woman getting drugged and when a man getting drugged. Okay. So the woman who's kind of like falling all over the guy or whatever, getting all crazy, she's getting drunk. She goes to the bathroom. These are actors. The guy puts something in her drink. She stumbles back out of the, out of the bar, you know, she, uh, and the guy gets up to use the bathroom after her. Right. Mm -hmm. And people around her would be like, look, honey, don't drink that drink. Just saw him put something in it, you know? But when roles were reversed, when the guy is, you know, getting kind of tipsy and he goes to the bathroom and the woman puts something in his drink because, hey, it's the truth. Men get taken advantage of as well, just like women do. Maybe not to the, the same uh, extreme or magnitude, uh, but it does happen, right? That people were less apt apt to say anything to the man when he came back and the woman went to the bathroom. You had more people, and I can't remember the percentage, but even if it was 51% versus 49%, it doesn't matter. Uh, people were more apt to say something to the woman who, whose drink got drugged, got spoke, spiked, versus saying anything to the man. And, and that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Spoked. That, that sucks, you know? That stuff does happen. And so I, I by no means am, am negating that women do get drugged or people, period, get roofied, right? There, I mean, there's the old joke about men who pick up a hooker. You know, they, he drops down his pants, his wallet is in it, uh. and she goes down and she reaches into your wallet while you're, you know, not caring about what she's doing with her hands, <laughs> you know? shit happens but this song they're taken way out of context and in my opinion that's way too far well honestly <clears throat> first off i totally agree with you secondly reading this fox article um it was one woman who called into the station and it was a california station by the way um, liberals huh is it liberals <laughs> Go surfing. Um, <laughs> anyway, the so they wanted to ban it, <clears throat> and they temporarily scrapped it, but then listeners overwhelmingly voted against the plan to permanently ban uh, this holiday song. Um, and let's see, what does it say? The station said that the poll, which uh, tracked uh. about 15,000 responses <laughs> to the one call-in. How funny is that? Showed yeah. overwhelmingly that KOSI 101.1 listeners were in favor of the holiday classic returning to the air. So they actually put it back on the air. Good for them. And it also goes on to say listeners have expressed their interpretation of the song to be non-offensive. Good. So, but it has sprung a national debate at this point. Oh, yeah. For sure. You know. And I mean, they say that what happens in California first will happen everywhere else eventually. Yeah, like, duh. Because <laughs> it's like... Except for surfing. What do they call it? It's the Golden State, but isn't it the... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. 
<laughs> also, uh, side note, yeah. John Quinones yeah. is that big Mexican guy who does what would you do? <laughs> I know you know what I shouldn't have said big Mexican guy. I'm sorry, but you know you may uh, have said Spanish. I don't remember, but no, I said Mexican. But he is Mexican, right? I don't know, bro. But his name is John Quinones, <laughs> <laughs> and he probably doesn't even speak Spanish. So I'm sorry. He may not be Mexican at all. He could be something else, but he looks Hispanic, and that's okay. He does. I saw him do it on the show. Dude, I used to watch yeah. that shit like, whoa. I used to watch it all the time. There's nothing wrong with being Hispanic, and there's nothing wrong with that show. I freaking love that show. Uh, I said bounce that shit like, whoa. <laughs> know that song? No, I do not. Drake? No? Right. But I right. bet I'm going to hear it. <laughs> Maybe. Right. Yeah, I say bounce that shit like whoa. No, that show had a lot of good stuff to it, but before I derail the conversation talking about Dateline. No, it's um, all good. That show, bro, I honestly, I would watch it and be like, why does the church not do stuff like this? Like, why is a quote-unquote secular, you know, non-religious entity who gives no shits about your faith... Why are they the ones doing these like amazingly awesome things? We're highlighting humanity, like on a positive note. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, it's such a cool show. And if you're yeah. listening to us right now and you don't know, like you've never seen it, please go check it out somewhere. Because YouTube. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, YouTube will do it. For sure. Um, I, I, I've i seen I, one of my favorite shows, or some of my favorite shows, are the whole racist things, yeah. right? So you got, you know, a black dude with a white girl at a restaurant, and, uh, you know, whatever. They're just trying Ooh, to have did lunch. Did you see the recent one where they were in, like, I Texas have... or something and that happened? Yeah, that wasn't recent. That's an old one. Oh, it was a replay? It was a replay. Yeah, it was oh, a replay. so good. Yeah, yeah, it's one of my favorites. And then they reverse it. Yeah. They reverse it. They'll have white people saying stuff. They'll have black people saying stuff. And, um, yeah, it's just certain parts of the country that are just holding on to such uh, dramatic racism. It's ridiculous, you know, and, and they're highlighting it. They're, they've got a giant spotlight, and they're just shining it right there. Like, you know what? Your town sucks because this is the way that you think about people. Yeah. You need to do something about that. Put a little love in your heart. Well, and you know, I don't know where that came from. You're so gay. <laughs> That's fine. You, you can call me that because gay means happy. God, I have to find a new funny word. Yeah, you do. You're so transgender. <laughs> <laughs> and we just lost all 12 listeners. That's uh, it happens. Scratch that. Our biggest fans still gonna listen. Laurel, I know you still be listening though. <laughs> call me gay. Call me trans. Call me whatever. Anyway, let's cut that part out. So <laughs> I really enjoy the fact that they don't ever say like, "Here's what you should do," or "Here's what you should think about," or. Now take this little quiz and see if you pass it. 
you know, like growing up in church, there was always like a, here's the point. Now here's what you should do. I really enjoy, like, it's a show called What Would You Do? So obviously, you know, what would you do? Yeah, they're giving you scenarios. In lots your head. of scenarios. But then, yeah, sure. they just give you a real-time scenario, and they never say, that's what you should do or that's what you shouldn't do. They just leave it. And I appreciate that because it's like there's this maturity of, like, okay, now you take your thoughts and your life and you live it out. However this show affected you, yeah, go out in the world and do it. But they don't ever tell you that. It's just what happens. And, like, that's so cool to me because growing up in church, yeah. and I don't – maybe I'm trying to make this a little too much churchy, but, like, growing up in church – no, you know what? I'm not because I feel like this is what the church is missing partially. Like you sit in a service and they tell you what to do, what not to do, when to do it, where to go do it. And it's not like, it doesn't challenge you. It doesn't make you think like there's stuff I've seen on that show where like, it still affects me today. And I'm like, you know, Oh wow. Do you know how many sermons I've sat through when I don't remember shit? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? My whole point is I really appreciate that, like, they value the the human, um, the human response Uh, to be mature enough to handle it and have a reaction. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And I appreciate that. And it took me way too long to say that. That's okay. That's okay. I, I, I agree with you 100%, and I love it. Um, the, the fact is is that we need more of the uh, we need more of that type of programming where people are forced to think outside of their own box, you know, and, and be forced to evaluate themselves and the world they live in and the way that they view that world. Because the fact is, is that a true mark of maturity is that you're willing to challenge yourself and reevaluate your thinking and possibly even go to the extent to where you change your mind about something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Yeah, I do. (laughs) That's a true mark of maturity, dude. You, You can't just be, you can't be 35 years old and stuck in your ways and you know everything. You know, at that point, that's that's the point where you stop growing. And the fact is that just like earlobes, none of us should ever stop growing. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because I mean, never. If you're always told what to do and when, and you're always like you're dependent now on whoever's telling you to do something and when. So if you never have to like struggle and figure things out and learn like, Oh, okay. I might have to Dude. switch that up. I might have to not do this. I might have to yes. do more of that. Then when you just things said a happen, like you ain't going to know what to do. Right. And then you're going to be stagnant and then you ain't going to, cause you're not doing nothing. There's a whole sect of Christianity that are just like that. 
They wait to be told what to do. They never pick up the book for themselves. They don't read it. They've never read it. And it's sad. Or they've read it, but only the part that they were told to read. (laughs) Yeah, in the time that they were told to read it. Yeah. And and to me, that's a very sad existence. And that's uh, blind leading the blind, as far as I'm concerned. But who am I? Yeah, who am I? At least I'm willing to say who am I. You know, I'm willing to say that I don't know it all. That I, that I haven't arrived or attained some great enlightenment to where I feel like the whole world should listen to what I have to say and pay me for it. I'm not there. And I don't claim to be there. I'm very, very well pleased with talking to you and, and having 16 listeners. <laughs> or whatever we're <laughs> up to now. You know? Like, I'm content, dude. Nobody's going to go out and do anything stupid because of things that I say or because of things that you say. You know, we all have to be on a journey of enlightenment. We all have to be on our own personal journey of growth, of trying to get better, to get healthier as human beings so that we can contribute something to this world other than our shit that ends up in the oceans. Personally, that's what I think. All I know is the whole time you said that in my head, I heard like this hippie, like, like a flute. And I saw like, no, you heard it. (laughs) A didgeridoo. A didgeridoo in the background. (laughs) Look inward. (laughs) <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> no, I didn't mean that wrong. It was nice. <laughs> That's what I heard from my guru as I was sitting uh, with my legs crossed and my, my thumb touching my middle finger. Mm-hmm. You get it. With my eyes closed, saying, oh, yeah. <sighs> Which I have no problem with. I'm all for transcendental meditation, which is what that is. Hey, man, I did it once. It's kind of weird because I don't believe in some of it. But, like, I will say at the end of it, I felt more calm. So that can't be a bad thing. (laughs) Imagine a lifetime of being more calm, never being riled up. Oh. I think I'd go nuts. You know, I was I was watching a YouTube video the other day about Bill Burr. You know Bill Burr? You know Bill Burr. Yeah, so anyway. I fucking know Bill Burr. Ah, Bill Burr! Bill Burr is this bald head, red head. From New England. Little, yeah. So, grew up in, in, uh, in uh, Mass with you, right? Not with well, not me. Not with you, technically, in- but yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was voted by Rolling Stones. He was voted like the number one angry comic uh, of the year or something like that. And he was like, I don't appreciate that. He said, I'm not angry. I'm from Boston. This is just the way we talk. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. I just sound angry. 
I'm not really angry. I'm actually very happy. I, I just sound angry. I can vouch for him. Yeah, I bet you can. Because you want to know why? I thought the same thing when I moved there from fucking yeah. Florida. Yeah. Like, culture shock, like, whoa. Uh, and then the more I, you know, experience life there, I'm like, oh, you just seem like you're angry. Yeah. And I understood why the more I lived there. Yeah. Because fucking snows, like. 10 months out of the year and it's cold as shit <laughs> and people drive like dicks and they talk fast and you have to pay attention and it's just like what yeah that's funny to me that's hilarious i love it i love it when a person is very passionately talking yeah you know, it's one of the things that i loved about my wife when we first got together you know now she's too loving she gets Life sucks. Honeymoon's oh. over. No, no, trust me. She still <laughs> talks very aggressively. <laughs> but that's the Italian in her. I said I'm making you know? waffles, bitch. If you don't like it, you can <laughs> Never wanted you more, baby. Uh, kind of like that. Kind of like that. You know, it happens. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, totally, it's totally cool to... Uh, to have a passionate conversation as long as you're still being respectful, you know? Yeah. But even if you're not still being respectful, but you're being funny, like, so to me, I I'm totally okay with someone, you know, talking shit. I think it's funny. Most of the time, Yeah. majority of the time, probably 95% of the time. I think if you're just talking shit to me, I think it's hilarious. Totally fine with it. That five percent of the time when you get races on me, then then I gotta punch you in the nose. <laughs> but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'll get better. Well, sometimes uh, I'll say stuff, and Brooke will be like, kind of like, um, "You sound really angry." And I'm like, "No, I'm not angry. It's just how I was saying it. Like it's funny to me." And you know, yeah. now she's starting. She's caught on pretty much, but sometimes it'll still catch her off guard because she is just like sweet and like, you know, cute and soft and, you know, oh, you know, and I'll just be like, fucking love pancakes, damn it. And she'll be like, <laughs> she'll be like, oh my God. Uh. <laughs> And I'm like, no, seriously, I just love pancakes a lot. Yeah. So yeah. I just was saying it. Who doesn't? But that's weird hey. to people where I live here because, you know, it's not the culture. Sure. And Listen, honestly, show me a it's, person. Not, it's not really how I was until I experienced. I mean, I kind of was a little. Until you moved to Boston. And then it just, I really took off with it because I, you know, I don't see anything wrong with it. And most of the time I think it's funny. Or it's just what I do, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. I, I get the same way, but I, I've... So, I grew up quiet my entire life. Very, very quiet. As I became a man, I started inserting myself a little bit... <laughs> a little bit of hair here or there. Yeah. I, um, I... I became more and more assertive the healthier of a person that I became. 
right? So uh, I would be in meetings at work and uh, I've got a deep voice. I can't help that I have a deep voice. I just do, right? I would stand up in meetings or somebody would say something off cuff in a meeting and I'll, I'll respond. And uh, I had a buddy of mine pull me aside and said, hey, Mike, just so you know, um, you're tall, you're dark skinned, <laughs> you're bald, <laughs> you have a very deep voice, you're intimidating people, you need to bring it down. Yeah. And so, you know, and it was the truth and it was exactly what I needed to hear. And so I started, you know, toning it down quite a bit and I learned how to temper myself in more professional settings because I learned that I could be a little intimidating. But you catch me in these fucking streets, homie, and you see what I got. No, I'm joking. I'm going to chop your dick off with my pinky ring, nigga. (laughs) There you go again. See? Sean Dizzle. (laughs) Come on, bro. I don't mean it, though. It's just funny. I know you don't. I know. It's hilarious to me, too. The other you day know, I, at work, I gotta... someone was being a bitch in the drive-thru. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> luckily, my boss totally gets my humor. And she's cool. So I was kind of just, like, venting. And they're like, oh, yeah, she's usually, like, you know, pretty snooty and kind of bitchy. And I was like. I was going to tell that fucking bitch to come in here and I'm going to curb stomp her ass, motherfucker. Like, you know, just like going off and like being weird and kind of ghetto uh, and like just super raunchy. And I don't know. Like, most people would have been like, oh my God, you need this to go home. This guy has a problem. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't really pissed. I mean, yeah, I was like, Man, you're a bitch. But like that was it. I was just being funny and like you were cracking a joke. And yeah, I get you know, that. of course, of course. <laughs> I had to. I had to stop though because I'm like you know I'm surrounded by a, a sea of wonderful white people, and yeah, you know everybody's got my best interest in mind and they are looking out for you know my well being and on and on and on right because that's normal. But then somebody says something off cuff and I stand up like, hold on, let me let me make sure that this is abundantly clear to you. (laughs) And and people start backing up because they're just like, oh, what is he about to do? What is he about to say? Um, We'll do what he wants us to do. (laughs) I've I've had to learn to um, to really bring it down and to bring down my my volume and my tone. Uh, when I talked in certain circles, you know, uh, but the longer I've been with my wife, the more aggressive I've gotten as well, you know, <laughs> just from, you know, dealing with her and, you, you know, with her family you. and just, <sighs> just being in that Italian culture where everybody talks loud and everybody is animated with their hands and their arms and their feet and yeah, you gotta their be voice loud and da 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 da, or else you won't be heard. Of uh, the fact is, if you don't speak up, you're gonna get walked on. Yeah, yeah. you know, and you gotta be able to assert yourself. Otherwise, uh, yeah, 
You get nothing, bruh. So I've learned over the years where I can assert myself as as normal as possible and and where I need to temper it down. So how did hell how the hell did we get here? Well, we began on a journey. I don't know. So y- you got an anniversary coming up, bro. I mean, yeah, I do. In uh, a month and a day. A month and a day. From recording day. From recording day. Okay. <laughs> so by the time this airs, it'll be, you'll have less than a month to go before your one year anniversary. Fell show. Have you started planning yet? Absolutely not. Uh, it's kind of okay. weird because it's like Christmas, New Year's, and then like, 12 days later, anniversary. <laughs> sure. And there's also Brooke's birthday that month. And then there's yeah. like other family members and it's just, you know, stuff's going on. It's like crazy and like, what? But yeah. Can I, I give mean, you, can I give you exciting. one tip? Can I give you one tip? Are you just going to tease me with a tip? I'm just going to tease you with a tip. Ooh, do it. I would advise, this is the doctor speaking, (laughs) that since it is both of your anniversary, that you guys plan together. That's my one piece of advice. Let your anniversary be the, the one thing that you guys plan together. That you don't make it just like about her and she doesn't make it just about you. With that, together, you guys make it about each other. Yeah, that way I you think just, uh, that's what would happen anyway. I, you know, yeah, I'm all about, like, let's make her feel special, but... Yeah, you could do that 364 days out of the year. That one day, though, I, in my opinion, that one day really should be about the both of you. Well, yeah, for Personally. sure. I say... We go get tattoos, but she's going to be like, stop it with the tattoo thing. (laughs) Does she have any? She does. I've just, I'm always up for a tattoo. (laughs) Okay. I mean, always. You could wake me up at five in the morning and be like, we're getting tattoos. And I'd be like, let me get some coffee and I'll be there. (laughs) Dude, that is so Weird to me. That's because you ain't I got none. Get, so. I, yeah, I, I, not a one. And I just, I, you're not the only person that I know that says that. Like, I, I know a lot of people with tattoos that are obsessed with having tattoos, and and it seems I don't, I don't know a single person who has tattoos that they regret. Well, I do, but you can always even cover it up. But yeah, every, I mean, I, it's addicting, bro. No, I don't mean the, I don't mean the, the. The, the ink itself, like they, yeah, every, there's a lot of people that have a regret, like, I probably shouldn't have got this particular thing tattooed on me. Oh, you just mean tattooing But in they don't, they don't regret having the tattoo. Like, I don't know a person with just one tattoo, like, oh, God, I really wish I never had gotten a tattoo. Never. Never heard that person ever say a word. Yeah. I don't know if that person exists anywhere. 
You if know. they do, they live on that island that that one missionary dude died trying to like serve them on. <laughs> How's that for a transition? All right. Well, you know what? We can call this episode Segways. Wow. All right. Dude, it worked Segway. too. That's what that's the crazy part. It worked. <laughs> Segway number five in this episode, I think it is. Oh my god, my wife is standing right next to me. Distraction. Yep. Gone, shorty. Shake that thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're so weird. Um, interesting. I don't really um, want to get into it because. It's probably well. I mean, we could. We got time. So. No, I don't want to get into it either. I agree with you one hundred percent. I think that we should save this one for the next episode. I do want to talk about it though. Yeah. Because Everyone the word idiot comes is. to mind. What comes? No, to mind? just be idiot. The word idiot comes to mind. Oh. But, um, hell, I call some some of the smartest people in the world. I call them idiots. Yeah, you call That's me my father-in-law talking right there. My father-in-law always says the, the phrase, educated idiot. <laughs> That's where I heard that from. I've been using the word idiot ever since. I should probably stop using that word so much. I mean, I don't really ever hear you say it a whole lot. It's because you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Brooks telling me she's putting on a quail ring to go to the gym. Like what? Why? Why are we doing this? You right? said she's about to take quaaludes. <laughs> no, 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 no. The quaalo rings—they're made out of like silicone or whatever. Oh, she's putting yeah. that on instead of her fancy rings because she's figuring to go to the gym. Oh yeah, that that makes sense. Because like most that women, way she doesn't get hit on. She thinks she needs the gym because she's ugly and fat and i'm like the hell you is girl you fine you know what i'm saying it doesn't matter though she going to that Ooh, she yelling yeah she yelling at you she's trying to be healthy is what she said you're completely bombing the tail end of this episode babe me yeah yeah thanks brooke this episode is over michael's even pissed you don't care. Pissed. She's lucky I got a pee. <laughs> I do too, actually. Yeah, well. <laughs> well, come in here and say something. Or stop saying it from the other room, please. Well, no one can see you. It's a podcast. But well, I can see you. Oh, now. my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Boy, this is going down real quick. All right. I'm going to step back. You guys do your thing. <laughs> Should we cue the soft music right now? Mmm. Light a candle. No. She's in workout attire. She's, she's not going to come over and say anything? She's still a good. Uh, she's not going to come say hi or nothing? She's here now. Hold on. This is horrible podcasting. What's up? What it is. Mm-hmm. She's making an appearance. Sure yeah. are. All right. Well, just want to shout out to all my people. 
Who are all your people? I got a few. Yeah? <laughs> That's yeah. it. I just got a few that are probably, you know, waiting for me to pop up on here. So they're going to be happy now. Yeah. I'm thinking we should do a uh, Sean and Brooke wedding anniversary episode. <laughs> and uh, Ooh. we'll uh, have the wives on. We Sounds should good. do that. Yeah. All right. And we can just show everybody that you don't have to be miserable after one year. You can still be happy. That's true. No, we're definitely not going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, <God. laughs> Fuck. It's not a marriage podcast. All right. Well, I'm glad I made an appearance. Uh, you can cut this too. out if you want to. Which means we won't. We will. <laughs> Go work out. Love All you. All right. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. All right. I guess we're going to end it with Brooke, huh? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how we recover from that. So, yeah, to do those, the most exciting thing that happened the whole damn podcast. <laughs> Took us 50 minutes to get there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what we That's didn't fine. do in this episode? We didn't do what? We didn't get satisfyingly deep. Oh, yeah. But you just said the phrase, which cues the music. Yeah. So, we just did. But we didn't. That's what she said. <laughs> All right. hey Well, luckily, we don't have to do an out, uh, outro because the president of our fan club... <laughs> Did one for us, so we'll insert that <laughs> right around this time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Laurel, take us away. It's been fun. Hey, everybody. It's Laurel, the self-appointed fan club president. You can visit Unchurched Podcast at unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com or at unchurchedpod on Twitter and Instagram. See you there. Uh, yeah. All right, man. All right. Peace. All right, brother. Bitches. Bitches. How hard was I should have had a burp. Oh, I wish you would have. Come on, burp. I can't, I can't burp, burp on command. Just suck in air. Chug a soda. <laughs> I like it. President of the fan club here.